Vida Abu Productions welcomes you to a new episode of BE Podcast. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Pastor Henry Cruz. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the VE Podcast. My name is Jonathan Gallardo, and I'm with Henry Cruz. And we have a show today. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. And we're going to actually get uh, we're going to get some cool uh, little something that we haven't done before. And that's react hmm. to an actual video clip of a I don't even know if we could call this a sermon, but we're going to react to something of that sort. Okay. So it's going to get good. And as we've been doing this in the audio format, it's um, it's going to be interesting because we want actually the, the, the people to hear what we're listening to while you know we're actually watching this. But the important part is that they hear what is being said. And unfortunately, my friend, this is, uh, again, we get material from transformation church what do you think about that yeah i mean like i said at, at some point this yeah, was gonna be that. this was gonna be a weekly segment <laughs> type thing but yeah this this is a interesting clip for sure now let's set the clip up a bit we're gonna play several sections from from the clip but this is not a very new one it's about well, three weeks yeah it says three weeks ago it was uploaded 130,000 views plus. Okay. And um, and it's not Mike Todd. This is mm. not Pastor Mike Todd from Transformation Church. Although, he did make his way into the, <laughs> into into the, the preaching. Okay. Which is, you know, that... <laughs> You you saw the whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. And you know what I'm noticing? I've seen several of these uh, hip churches and like these cool churches. They do roughly an hour and a half services. That's insane. Yeah, it's long. It, Even uh, this sermon was long. Yeah, and it, and it's interesting because I remember back then we were trying to cut down the 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 service to twenty uh eighty minutes, an hour and fifteen minutes. You know, trying to cut it down and. It seems like these type of churches, I guess because of the music and, you know, their 15 minute announcement and right. offering and all of that, it takes a big chunk. But yeah, I just noticed it's an hour and a half and uh, you you were able to watch some of this, right? I, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I could survive that. But what I saw was interesting. Well, anyway, uh, the preacher here or the one that's uh, preaching in this video clip is a man named Tim Ross. Do you know anything about I, Tim Ross? I do. Okay. I do. And the reason I know about him is someone that I follow who's reformed. Okay. So this guy is more famous, not for transformation church, but he has a podcast. I think it's called in the basement or something in like with the basement on it okay. as a title. And so anyway, he had a clip that went viral where he's talking about people who leave church because they've been hurt. But so he the, the clip was like, which had some good things in it. It's like, you know, one thing is to leave the church that you were, you know, disgruntled with or whatever. Another thing is to leave the church entirely. Oh, okay. So okay. so they were like, you know, anyway, in the clip he's saying about that, he's, you know, you're going to leave the church, the church, you know, that Christ paid for. And so it became a viral clip. But someone that I follow who's reformed actually 
shared the 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 clip. So okay. So that's what what that's the first time I heard about him, and then that's I started his. following him because I thought he was good, and then I'm like, eh, and Wrong. I stopped following him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so. Uh, a little bit more background. I, I think I saw roughly the same uh, clip that you saw. Okay. About Tim Ross. He was also, I guess, I mean, every every preacher has, you know, grown somewhere, has been influenced by someone, kind of like what we spoke, yeah. spoken about before. And uh, so he has several... Uh, pastoral influences over him yeah. that are big time, and two of them that we know of, of at the moment in that podcast, he mentioned he was serving first under Pastor TD Jake's church, mm-hmm. which is uh, also uh, you know very interesting to know. We, I mean, when you hear this guy talk, you could kind of get yeah, that vibe. That's what I was gonna say. He's yep. very much in the TD TD Jakes type of uh, preaching style, but also the way he expresses himself. Yeah, he's got kind of that vibe. But what I've also noticed is when when I go to Transformation Church's website and I look at their uh, their sermon series and titles. A lot of it has to do with money right? and it's, you know, kingdom and it's wealth and it's paying your bills and a lot of like small series on money Mm -hmm. and it's very influential in their church. And I would see a lot of, since I've been looking at uh, Transformation Church video clips, this guy comes out a lot and he's usually collecting an offering, doing something in relation relation to the, the money. Uh, which to me connects perfectly with another church that he was formed in, which was Gateway Church in Dallas. Do you know yeah. the pastor in Rob, Dallas? Robert Morris. Robert Morris. Yeah, I actually went there. Oh, really? I did. How I long went, ago was that? Oh, before I was married, I don't know, 12 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a while, while Was back. Was he preaching? He, uh, we went to his church. I don't remember if he preached. Okay. I don't think he was there. Yeah, I don't think he was there. But we we went with uh, this other guy that really likes him and yeah okay yeah so Robert Morris if if people don't know this is where Carrie Job comes from and you know the famous praise and worship band from from Gateway Church Gate it was actually called Gateway, Gateway Worship Worship yeah uh, so th- th- it's a big church it's a mega church in Dallas and they are very known or Pastor Robert Morris is very known for his his um, talking about money mm-hmm. and wealth. And he's like the guru. Like w- there's a, you know, you remember John Maxwell and the yep. leadership being the leadership guru of the church. Robert Morris has kind of turned into a money guru, kind of in the style of Dave Ramsey. Yeah. But the preacher form of it. So he's not like the prosperity preachers that are like outlandish and, and very flamboyant okay. with their prosperity. But he's still a prosperity preacher, but like underneath the cover. He hides you know, it. He hides it yeah. very well. He's in the closet still on that aspect. Yeah. But yeah, his teaching is very prosperity driven and we, we kind of know where it all comes from. But that's where Tim Tim Ross was. And mm. he said it himself. He he uh you know, he was shaped in that culture and he understood 
what that culture meant and so now he's after that he 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 joined Transformation Church as part of their executive team. I think he's a exec one of the executive pastors of Transformation Church. But here he is. Do you have any other preface yeah. that we could get to? So before that, he actually pastored a church. Oh wow! So he was a pastor, I think, for seven years, something like that. So when I used to listen to his podcast, he talks about it. He talks about it in the, in the sermon in the clip that you're gonna no not way. the one you're gonna play, but during the sermon he talks about during it the as actual well. sermon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I knew that he was a, a youth pastor at one point. Yeah. No, but he was a main pastor main for a while, pastor. and then God told him to move to. To uh, Transformation Church. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, without further ado, here's one of the clips that we're going to play. And again, listen, if you're in your car, you're probably going to start jamming out, turn on the subs and <laughs> listen to this. We're going to be speaking a little bit over it. I might pause it every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> and this is supposedly... I don't know if you remember what text he's actually preaching from. Right. But YouTube is telling me right here that this section is supposedly on John chapter yeah, six. If you hover to the beginning, it might give you the main, like the main text. But but for context, it's uh, the story of the two fishes okay. and the five loaves of bread. Okay. And so that miracle that Jesus the does. bread. Yeah. So that'll make sense right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen up and uh, let's take a listen to this. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know who needs to do this, but I just need somebody to just walk. You ain't got to. I don't know where you walk into, but I just need you to walk with a new mindset. I got bread in my pocket. I didn't catch that. I got bread in my pocket. I don't. Okay. Wait, I didn't catch that at first because when I saw this in the video, I saw a bunch of people just going in circles. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminded me of the Pentecostal days where we were running around the church. And so I was like, what are people doing here? They're, he told them, I didn't catch that at first. He tells them to walk. Yeah. And so if you see this, there's people walking, walking around. around. So he told them that this was like a prophetic moment. Uh -huh. And so he he's like, you know, God's telling me like visually, you got to change your mindset type of thing. So then. He tells them to start walking as a sign of like that their mindset's being changed. So, wow. yeah, on okay. how they view what he's going to talk about. Okay, well, man, that's a whole different thing too. But, <laughs> all right, let's let's keep going. Who is this for? But I got bread in my pocket. I don't know who is for, but I got bread in my pocket. It may be that you're just shaking off a generation, but I got yeah, bread a bunch in my of pocket. People moving around. I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in goes. my pocket. I got bread in my pocket. He's freestyling. Yeah. I got bread in my pocket. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor have I seen his seed begging bread. I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in my. Like, I mean, this wasn't even what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But, but it just, it's interesting to know. I, I honestly thought they were collecting the offering because I didn't catch him telling them to walk around. Yeah, no, no. He told them to walk around. It, I mean, here are basically millennials, Gen Z people, cool, hip people. And, you know, because this is an audio only podcast, if you if you were to visualize this, you know, you're in the auditorium with roughly two to three thousand people yep. and a good portion of them are just walking around the the building. Yeah. Can you imagine a new person there like in that setting? I don't, I don't know. 
you know, I right. don't think a, a random new person would understand what's going on. Yeah, and I mean, it's a weird thing because I could also see people following along mm-hmm. just because of the content of the message. Okay. So, wow. so as because again, it, the the whole thing is like on money and and multiplying your money, whatever. So new people mm-hmm. like that. So I could see them some being weirded out for sure, but yeah. then some participating because they believe. Well, if I do this, maybe he's right and. And I'm going to get bread in yeah. my pocket. <laughs> yeah, bread. If you guys have noticed, he's saying that I got bread in my pocket. Like somehow he turned the miracle of Jesus, which was to affirm his his message and his identity as God, has somehow turned into a message on pre uh, uh, prosperity yeah. and getting money, bread yeah. on your pocket. But let's get listening because it gets better. Yeah, I got bread in my pocket. Man, people are like just walking around, high fiving each other here. And they start dancing right here. People are starting. Yeah, they're grooving. They're grooving. Musicians. Yeah. I mean, these musicians are top notch. They are. I mean, they come in and they're they're ready. They're ready. Look at that. People are dancing. They they're grooving. This is going to go on for a couple yeah. more minutes. And the, and again, they're all saying this as a sign of like that, that this is going to manifest type of thing. Yeah. yeah there's this uh, woman here that's going hardcore yeah. right now. She's like, I got bread in my pocket. Okay, let me let me let me fast forward that that jam session a little bit. They get they start to sing. Yeah. And they actually bring in the the vocalists. Yep. So the the vocalists are coming in. You could hear. So there you can start hearing that. At this point, Tim Ross has walked off. Yeah. The, the, yeah. He's not stage. on stage anymore. So they just made a whole song. Yeah. This yeah. is like a song right now. I, I could almost bet that the people listening to the podcast right now, after they get out of their car, they're going to be singing this song. It's going to be in their head all day. <laughs> I got bread in my pocket. <laughs> and the bass player is jamming out. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let, let's stop right there. Okay. Let, let, let's stop there. Let's just analyze this brief... I don't know what this is—a praise break, a what? What is this? Yeah, it, you defined it. It's a it's a praise break. So 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 okay. in in certain sermons, T. Jakes does this too. Oh, they'll have okay. a praise break where yeah, like singing. So gets you because I remember what you you said that you grew up listening to T. D. Jakes and Eddie Long would Eddie do this Long. too. And yep. so this is part of what they do. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know. Not that. always, but uh-huh. it's like. When the sermon's really, really good, then this is usually what what happens, type oh, of thing. Yeah, okay. like TD Jakes does this a lot, where it's like, if the crowd isn't responding, or even if they are, but it's like, oh, this is a moment where somebody give a praise break, and depending on mm-hmm. what he's talking about, then you know he'll he'll go in hard, and the band will come up. Same same thing like this. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it sounds cool. The music's good and people are jamming. I got bread in my right. pocket. But I mean, if you're going to, again, I didn't listen to the whole preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you did. So if it's in relation to the miracle of Christ feeding the multitudes. Right. This is completely off topic. Mm -hmm. And so people are, can you imagine? So not they're, they're feeling good. They're dancing. They're, yeah. they're jamming out to this thinking or if, you know, or unless they're just moving because it feels good. But if they really, or if they intake that sermon to really mean mm -hmm. that, Hey, if what, if you just believe it, or if you see it, you can say it and declare it and you will have bread in your pocket right. meaning money yeah yep this is what's going on yeah so they're moment. again they're they're manifesting according to them they're manifesting as they declare so it's like this idea of you're you're the one carrying the fish and the loaves mm -hmm. and like god wants to trust you for more and so if you you know if you're someone who's just with the mindset of receiving like no that's not The point, the point mm -hmm. is, you know, God wants to give you the fish and the bread. So that's why he talks about like breaking generational curses and this whole stuff yeah. of like people always, you know, borrowing money. Now, now you're going to be the, the provider, the borrower mm -hmm. or whatever. So, yeah. so that's why they're doing this. Yeah. So they believe that as they do this, that they're, you know, again, that they're manifesting what they're saying. So, so inevitably when, when people leave, They're going to feel good because they believe God's going to multiply yeah. whatever and, they and, have. And that's why the, the sermon's called Qualified to, to Multiply. Okay. So okay. he's ending here on purpose. And again, this is during like some money series, which obviously they want the, the, the church to be giving. So if you're, you know, whatever, what, if you have $200 or $100 in your bank account, the idea was you give it because you know oh. that God's going to give you more. And so that... That's why he talks about like the bread in my pocket that I have is the fish loaves and the, the, the well, whatever the, the, that bread or that, the, the fish and the loaves in mm -hmm. the story is not something the disciples keep, but they, they give yeah. away. And then, so he, again, he sets it up by, by saying like, you know, and imagine the disciples are coming back and there's more, but they don't keep it. They go back to another group of 50 because that's mm -hmm. the, the story that he was preaching from was on Luke, the Luke, Luke's okay. account. So they're like in groups of 50 yeah. and yeah, and so on. So, but that's why he's ending here. because the yeah. idea is God's going to give you, in your, you know, bread in your pocket, but then it's not for you to keep it's for you yeah. to, to give away. Which was so. interesting because I didn't see it, but you just told me that as you watched this whole sermon, yeah. you saw pastor Mike Todd yeah. make an appearance. Yeah. He makes like a FaceTime call. And this is like in another segment, which is like a, a mini praise break mm -hmm. because He's talking about the bread is coming, the bread. And okay. and so it's like the second time they get into like this rhythm thing. Mm -hmm. But the first time it was just him without music. But he's like, the bread is coming, the bread is coming, the bread is coming. And right on cue, Mike Todd calls in about mm -hmm. how they're giving money to churches that that equals like a million dollars. And but he interrupts. So it's like 10 minutes of Mike yeah, Todd yeah. doing a mini sermon within a sermon yeah. type of thing. Yeah. With the emphasis of you Giving. you're gonna give yeah you yeah. gotta give yep okay so i mean yeah you actually you obviously want people happy right and so they can release yep. the funds 
while we're going, you know, Through while we're this. dancing. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's a good idea, man. Yeah, I mean, it you works. collect the offering <laughs> and people are singing, I got bread in my pocket. Yeah. I got bread. You know, that, yeah. that's a good idea. We yep. might try that tonight on a Wednesday night <laughs> service. Bible study. Yeah. But friends, this is, you know, beyond manipulation, uh, getting the text incorrect. I and mean, we've said it. I, I've spent three years in the, in the gospel of John and mm-hmm. every miracle that Jesus does prior to his death and resurrection was to fulfill a sign yep. was to kind of show that he was legit. Mm-hmm. And this was one of it. This yeah. is one of the signs that he does as a miracle worker, not to promote himself because at the end of chapter six, Jesus mm-hmm. actually leaves and he's hiding from the crowd. So he doesn't, you know, he, right. he's not, he's not doing these miracles to bring fame. He's like trying to get away from that. Right. And then he tells them, well, you're only following me because, because I only give you bread, bread. in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't start, he didn't preach yeah. that part of no, the he sermon. Didn't. He did it. So, he did so, not. <laughs> so Jesus like knows exactly the heart of man, but the miracle was uh, intended to show the divinity of Christ. Right. Which is missed here completely. This This isn't even like a, it's not a a, a giving passage. It's not meant for us to read this and collect the offering Uh with it. And, but that's what he turned it into. He's not the first one to do it, but yeah. yeah. But you know, this is at a grand level, grand influence. Now, now fair warning on this next clip, this next clip is rated R. Okay. (laughs) To a certain level. And, uh, you just got to get ready for this because the what what Tim Ross says here is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So so take a listen. So he's doing something with his hands like that that yeah. throwing money in the air in the kind air. of thing. Yeah, gesture. Okay. What is that called? It's making make it, it rain. rain. Make, make it rain. rain. Yeah, yeah. Make it rain. This got to make that's what he's doing right now. He's like make it rain. Not saying it, but he's showing everybody yeah, the gesture, and the and the church is doing that right now too. Everybody's like doing making it rain. So if you're in your car right now, make it rain. <laughs> you, know, you know what the enemy did to a generation? All right, here he goes. That didn't know what to do with their bread. He made them make it rain. But you know that the enemy's a counterfeit, right? He ain't the first one to make it rain. Literally, he's not the first one to make it rain. I don't. I could take you to Genesis <laughs> to prove to you who the first person was that made it rain. What is he saying there? Well, well it, it connects right now with what he said. And it was bread to them. We don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain on strippers. We only reverence one stripper. And that's the one that took off glory to put on humanity and then get butt naked on a cross to die for both you and me. The only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. Did you hear that? <laughs> well, there's an attribute I didn't know Jesus yeah. had. <laughs> yeah, all right. L- listen up. Listen up, people. L- one more time. And then get butt naked on a cross 
to die for both you and me. The only stripper I'm in love with is Sheets. The only stripper I'm in, you know, I'm, I don't even want to say it because then they cut this right. little piece and blackmail you. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. All right. What do we, I, I, I'm still at, at a loss of words here. Yeah. There, there's a a lot of holy discontent yeah. with with the phrase like that. It's why this clip, you know, yeah. it, it took a while, but but it's why it's been going viral. So the, one of the clips I saw, and I've been trying to look for it. I don't know who put it up. I can't mm-hmm. find it because it's a. I saw it on Twitter, but it's not someone on follow. It's just like a suggested uh-huh. thing, and I should have hit like because then I I would have been able to see it again. But I haven't been able to find it. But anyway, they they took this clip, mm-hmm. and then they have this guy on his podcast where he goes on this rant where there's so many preachers that are showy. And mm-hmm. he's like, when I preach, I take preaching seriously. And then they go back and they oh. play this, this clip. So someone did like a, like a little video yeah. meme or whatever off of this. Cause and then, Tim Ross was supposedly saying yeah, when I, yeah, preach, yeah. And I again, I, I started listening to him because there was a lot of little reels where he seems to go like really hard on mega churches and pastors, mm-hmm. like being showy and all about themselves and then when I found mm. out, wait, but you're at Transformation yeah. Church. And that's how I'm like, after a while, I just unfollowed because the, the you know, you know them by their fruits. So yeah, at the yeah. end, like his real personality starts coming out. And now that I'm listening to more of like sermons like this, it's yeah. like, bro, you're the same way. Yeah. The same people Worse. you're criticizing. Yeah. At least I haven't heard Robert Morris say right. G- G- or refer to Jesus as, as a stripper. stripper. Yeah. So but but anyway, so someone made that like viral video. I hope I find it again. But but it was really well done because he goes on a rant talking about how he takes preaching wow. seriously. But yeah, man, this is I don't know what this is because yeah. it's not even allegorical. It's it's heretical, but it's it, it's, well, vulgar. it's 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 vulgar, yeah. blasphemous, heretical. This this should not be coming out of the mouth of any preacher, right? At all. So it it it, it kind of like. Prior to this, you know, you're laughing because you can't believe what what's going on. Right. And then you get to something like that and you're just like, whoa, this just took a turn for the worse. Like this is man, you're just taking people to hell right now right. with what you're saying. You you called Jesus a stripper. You're referencing his his incarnation and his death, his sacrificial penal substitutionary atonement as getting butt naked yeah. on the cross. Right. Like like how do you not fear the lord yeah. in that and and how are you allowing yourself to be applauded for connecting jesus to a stripper right you know the the kenosis theory of philippians chapter 4 is is yeah he reduced he he let go of 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 his divine glory per right. se you know it doesn't mean you could connect that to some right. girl dancing at a club. Yeah, and and again, all because of the reference to making it rain. So this is common in, in these type of sermons where y- you want to make it seem like the Holy Spirit just gave you some revelation. Because yeah. again, for those, you know, obviously our audience isn't watching this clip, but he had walked off. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, his was part done. was done. Yeah. You know, like, it's like when sometimes, you know, we'll have like, uh, our worship uh, director sing a song and then mm-hmm. he's in charge of dismissing the yeah. people. So that's kind of the vibe that's I get here. Like, this yeah. wasn't, I think the song was premeditated. I know that they're going to try to make it seem like it happened, but yeah. to me it's clearly like 
this is mm-hmm. this was premeditated. Mm-hmm. But but there's other part where what he says here yeah. is not, and so that's why he comes back, and so he's trying to say like Satan stole the phrase "make it rain," but yeah. really that was something that was intended from divinity to belong to Christians, mm-hmm. and he ties it to because Jesus. Yeah, yeah, was stripped but naked on the cross yeah. and connects the incarnation and all that stuff. Um, yeah, and, and again, the issue here is when you try to sound profound, eloquent, because that is what, what they're trying to do, and, and they're trying to go more deeper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like there's a, a deeper feeling that God is doing at this very moment, and in an attempt to do that, you say something blasphemous, heretical mm-hmm. and and i mean he hits uh, like this is an example i would show on everything you shouldn't you do in a sermon exactly. like and yeah. if you want a sentence that summarizes everything that you shouldn't say in a sermon yeah. it's all right exactly. there so he, he he checks off all the marks in one sentence of what preaching shouldn't yeah. be and again we're big on illustrations yeah. But but, but not, not like this that. is not even not an like illustration. That. This is just yeah. yeah so blasphemy one oh one right yeah. there. Horrible, horrible man. And and that's why you preachers need to study the Bible. Yeah. People preachers need to know what they're gonna say so that something stupid like that yeah. doesn't come out of their mouth. Yeah, and and it, it's interesting because early in the in the sermon he calls himself like a Bible man. He's like oh, really? everyone knows. I'm the Bible man in this church. What? But but what I found funny was <laughs> was that he opened the service and he was frustrated with the media team mm. because he doesn't have a Bible and he had to wait like like if you watch the whole thing wow. from the beginning you'll see that he's like about a minute and he can't say anything cuz he's trying to read the text but he doesn't have a Bible so he's waiting for the media team to put no. it on the computer and he's like all right come on guys like Luke chapter whatever but but it's like, how you gonna call yourself a Bible wow. man? And, and you don't have, even take a Bible. Yeah, to the there's pulpit. no pulpit. Here no, there's the no whole pulpit. Time. No, because he has it on the screen. Yeah. It's part of the personality yeah, persona yeah. thing that walking around yeah. the Chris yep. Rock strut. Yep, friends, the do not. Uh, I, if maybe in in our notes we could add a clip, the clip that Costi Hin did on Mike Todd. Okay, I mean. Run from this church. Yeah. Don't watch Mike Todd. Don't listen to Mike Todd. You know, I know that we reference it, but we do it because we know he's so popular and there's so many people following him. But if if you're listening to this and you've been influenced or you catch yourself watching the reels on whatever, don't do it. Delete him. Block him. He is Transformation Church and Mike Todd and Tim Ross. These are people that, that, you know... If they don't repent, they're on their way to hell. They need Christ repentance right now. This guy just blasphemed the Lord, and this is not healthy for anybody right. to be uh, engaging with and to open their hearts and ears to. So stop listening to Transformation Church, even though we'll bring him up every probably next week too. Yeah. But <laughs> but we we do it so that you could be warned about them. So stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to them 
anymore. And friends, thank you again for listening and tuning in. And as we head out, we want to make sure that you follow us. Make sure you follow the podcast. Share the podcast. Give us five stars and do whatever else yeah. you need to do to make Henry famous. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> to get bread in <laughs> your get, pocket. I got bread in my pocket. I got bread in my pocket. Thanks for tuning in. We'd like to invite you to follow us on Twitter at Be the English Pod. Also, visit our website, www.bidaabu.church. Hope to see you with us next week.